Welcome back to another edition of the Fired Up Podcast. We are here getting ready for week six of the NFL season. I can't believe we're already a third of the way through the season already, but we've got JD here with me today. We are missing our intern. Intern Eric decided to uh, take the day off. He had some vacay days. He had them built up, up, you know. The game doesn't rest, though. We're going to keep going on. He actually, you know, we should give a couple of props to Eric. Last week in our five, he was the only one with a positive record. Uh, Now, J.D. has been great. Through four weeks, he had gone over 500, four in a row. Uh, Dipped a little bit last week. We both went two and three. And so now the the season standings after five weeks, I'm 11 and 14. Eric is almost over 500 at 12 and 13. And J.D.'s rocking at 15 and 10. So intern Eric's not here, but because he's got two weeks in a row over 500, he was up super late last night, and we've got his five picks. So uh, we've got those for you, and our five, of course. JD, you ready to do this sans intern? Oh, I've been ready all day. Yeah, th- I mean, I think this is the first time since a Game of Thrones. Was that an accent? No, it was just... Okay, uh, was, you're getting ready for Ireland's on Sunday, I felt like. <laughs> Did Colette miss us? Did she text you on Sunday? Because Puyon and I were wondering, nobody was at Ireland's on Sunday. You know she probably waits out, because you see her a lot of times. She's smoking a cigarette. Then she sees us walking up across the street, gets all happy, runs up, hugs us like we're just back from the war. And you know what? She she probably is a little sad. Yeah, just we didn't even give her a heads up like we wouldn't be there. We just kind of abandoned her at, the, at her post. I think I did tell her that at least I was going to be gone. And I think she kind of knows. If JD's not going to be there, it's possible that none of us will be there. Yeah, that happens. It happens. All well, right. It shouldn't happen, but you guys also added other stuff going on. Yeah, and, you know, hey, my hip. I'm still I'm still bedridden. I can't get out of the place still. So, you know, that's my excuse, and I'm going to stick to it. But week six is here. I mean, should we address? We talked about anthems a little bit last time. Is it a little weird that owners are going to start requiring their players to stand? I mean, they're going to turn it into the NBA, right? I don't think it's legal yet. Like, they would have to put something in. So I saw that. Is that a labor union that's... That would be my guess, that they would have to put it into the the CBA or whatever it is. So it would have to be in the collective bargaining agreement. It's not something that just an owner could say, because then he's just making employment rules. I mean, if Jerry wants to be like, oh, okay, if you kneel, I will sit you. They can't fire them, I don't think. Right. But they That would be against whatever. Some law. Some It's not an enforceable, a fireable <laughs> yeah. offense. Because I read that Gase was doing something similar as well, right? Where he wants... Yeah, from Miami. It was like Miami and Dallas. Which is the two people that probably donated the most to Trump, which is annoying. Well, I just want... Well, after Kraft. I want somebody on Dallas who like has already gotten paid, like Tyron, Tyron Smith. It could be a white guy. I mean, white people understand yeah. oppression too. Like, a, not what, our what, own oppression, but like... If you're logical and you can think through what has happened like to African-Americans in this country, then you can think like, oh, man, I see what's happened. Like even Joe Namath came out and he was like, because you see what Dicka said? No. Oh, yeah. He's like, there, there hasn't been any oppression for the last hundred years. That I know of or something like that. I was like, man, do you even remember Martin Luther King? I think you were a rat, like you were alive down there. Yeah, during that time, you would think that Ditka would know growing up, playing football in the 80s, growing up in the 60s and 70s. Like like if Witten knelt or something like That's that. That's what I was thinking. Like That would be a big one. I mean, you guys could probably do without Witten at this point. But Tyron, it's like just kneel and then just look right up at the owner's box and be like, I dare you. Because I'm getting paid no matter what. Oh, he's wanna, getting paid a lot. Yeah, if you want to sit me for a game, 
Like, go ahead and put your money where your mouth is because you know it's all about money. Yeah. Because you see Jerry, he had like a team meeting with his players. Like, oh, you know, I'm just trying to be the bad guy and take the heat off you. It's like nobody asked you to do that, man. No, and not a lot of the Cowboys are protesting really. Like, there's not one of the teams. Small group. Yeah, they don't have. They're not one of the teams that has a bunch of people doing it. I, it doesn't make me like Jerry. I mean, that sucks because that's my team, and I want him to be behind the guys. And I did see that article that came out that said, I want to be the bad guy because he he did go into the locker room, and he had a meeting with them, and he said, hey, if you guys have issues, you know, you need to come talk to me about it. What I, But I don't like that he's making people – like, you, are you really going to discipline them for kneeling or showing some sort of – it's not disrespect. It, it's like he doesn't get what they're why they're doing it either. Yeah, I mean, which is what keeps, we kind of talked about He keeps calling week. it disrespect, but – it's not. It's not, well. That's not. That's what they need to talk it. to him about in the team meeting. It's like, man, this is. We're not disrespecting the flag. Yeah. I don't think he would listen. Did you see that I he brought he, up advertisers? That's what I was just and gonna say. Like, I think he thinks it's a sponsorship thing where they're gonna start losing sponsors. Man, how much money are you worth, Jerry? Seriously, you just built a five billion dollar stadium or whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't. It it gave me the wrong. I didn't like it. I can't see myself going I'm wearing a cowboy shirt right now but I can't imagine going out and buying a bunch more of them it just it rubbed me the wrong way I didn't like it do you could you ever see an instance where kind of a say they say they ban kneeling they just league wide won't let players do anything to express um their protest of racial injustice could you see anything going viral and being like hey everyone we're going to take this week off and see it actually impact ratings. That do I do I think it could happen? I could I could not watch for a week or two. I could I, like easily hundred percent. If I but I would be like, but is it making a difference? Like, is everyone gonna do it? Do you think it's more important for viewers or just maybe a bunch of players? Right? Like, what yeah. if a bunch? Like, what if fifteen players on a team sat and we're like, all right, enjoy the game without your without us? Yeah. I and saw that, something that was cool. What were you we gonna say? I was just going to say, and then you see stuff where, like, Kenny Stills, like, had this big thing where they took people in the community, like, went and talked to the, like, police officers, like, doing good stuff in the community. And just, like, nobody cares about that. And see, that's what I... it's just not divisive enough to make the news media. I would like to see maybe some players, maybe if they got a sleeve on or something, stand up for the flag, put your hand over your heart, and just... You know, have something written on there. Kind of like the NBA. Meaningful. Pe- yeah, like NBA you see LeBron's like shirt. Like LeBron's yeah. shirt was like, it's a savage message. Like that's yeah. what you want to get people to see. Because that's what I would like to see more of from white or black athletes. That, okay, go kneel. Like that's saying the message. That's getting people talking about it. But then when you're around post game, like it helps if you are able to speak articulately about the issues at hand like just pick one that you want to talk about and just have a couple have a couple figures about geez i mean well i think what you're saying about the shirts excuse me is a really good idea because if you if you're just kneeling you know eric reed you see at every post game that he he you know has to go out and talk about why he's doing it but imagine if a whole bunch of people wore the shirts and then it gives them a talking point yeah it's almost you know you're changing the way that you're going about talking about something. So I'd like to see some more of that. But now I remember what I was saying. Uh, the point about good deeds not getting enough media time. Like, that's what's really annoying. Is like I was talking to my dad, and he didn't know that Kaepernick's doing all his million-dollar stuff. Mm-hmm. 
nobody knows that because nobody's talking about it, right? Nobody's talking about the good stuff that's happening in the community. Like, I didn't know about Kenny Stills, yeah. probably because I'm not reading a lot of... You just see, like, a tweet or two, and it's like, oh, this is what people should be talking about. And it's like, oh, nice guy with 5,000 followers. Yeah. It's like, it's I'm glad good. I saw that. Yeah. Do you think that there will ever be a time... I saw a tweet the other day that I thought was interesting where we don't play the national anthem at so many events. Yeah. Why do we do it at sporting events? And do you think there anybody would ever stop doing it? Or is it too ingrained in sports culture right now? I think it is. Because like imagine if you just had like, like an forced patriotism. Yeah, imagine thing. if you just had like an MC rolling up the crowd and then the home team came out and you just got like the warrior afro man who's on the 50-yard line just whooping everybody into a frenzy or like the and one MC that's out there. Just shooting American flags and like a <laughs> cannon t-shirt cannon. It's yeah, American that, that's flags. respectful. Yeah, that's totally better. Well, do you see the, I think it was the Astros, they advanced in baseball playoffs and one of their players is in the locker room in a, Little American Bong. flag yeah. speedo, speedo yeah. and they're spraying champagne. It's like, oh, that's respecting the flag, guys. Yeah, like pouring booze all over it as it rubs against his sweaty nuts, and like, and but kneeling, like, and yeah, just put your hand over your heart for that one. Yeah, that that is a little ridiculous. Just I a wanna, white dude too. You know just the, so you know what the players need to do? Make it about the drug war too. In ter- like that's so. that's just so much of like what has kept black people like systemically oppressed. Since the sixth, since, since the civil rights movement, even before that, yeah, I mean, I mean you're, the civil... you're, I'm watching the stuff about Nixon right now, and they are on record, like on audio recording. Well, did you talking watch... about that's how they're going to, like, keep them from voting, keep them locked up? It's like, oh, did you watch the Netflix doc Thirteenth? Yeah, Ava DuVarney made or uh, DuVarney. Then... Is it the 13th or is it the 19th? The 13th. Is it the 13th? It is the 13th. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Now that, all about prisons and for-profit. I mean, and, and just like you're saying, keeping people, black people, in these prisons just generationally. That is like, that's something that just needs to be shown in school for everyone to see. Yes. Like every American should watch, it was what, an hour and a half? Oh, if that. Every American should watch that because it just educates you very quickly, just in the basics of it's like, oh, well, they've been free for 150 years. And, you know, civil rights were passed back in the 60s. And, you know, they're good now. It's like, oh, are they? Like, yeah. Come on. I think that's a really good point because it, even in a class in like high school that you got to take, like social studies or something, I had hour and a half classes. You put that movie on and it's going to teach me so much more than what I'm going to learn from some book. But they're not going to show that in yeah. schools. Because uh, schools thinking, are all about passing and all that. The s- only other tests. issue with that, as I'm thinking about it now, is that kids are so stupid. Like, just speaking for myself, me watching that movie when I was, what, 30 years old has such a bigger effect than if I had watched it when I was 16 and half paying attention, half trying to get the girl's attention, like, across the seat from me, talking to a buddy. And it just doesn't register just because your brain's not yeah. as developed. Or maybe I was just well, no, very I, immature. I don't think that it's that our brains are developed. I don't, I don't think we go to school at the right times. Like, I've always been a big proponent, and I didn't do this, but, like, taking a year or two after high school. Why are we learning everything that we're supposed to be learning before the real world by the time we're 22? Like, yeah. we're still trying to figure out how to drink properly, how much I can really get drunk off of before I get too sick. Like, that's the stuff I'm learning at 21. 
for-profit prisons, you're right. In that age, it's probably not going to affect it's me like it does now. kind of in one ear, out the other. But then we got to make sure that people that are in their mid-20s to late-20s, like the people that are not learning then, like that's a problem. Yeah. Right? We should constantly be educating But then ourselves. like that's what we're talking about now. It's like, man, this is what they need to be talking about. Talk about right. it post-game if it's important to you. Yeah. Like, that is true. You know? And that's and something and nobody's the, asking the questions. The news media like – is rubbing that like or just pushing it under the carpet? It's like, man, you are the problem. Yes, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our a little ten minute spiel on more. I mean, we could talk. Maybe about we'll the get Eminem to just take make a oh. make a rap about it. That would be. I mean, I'm waiting for the tweet storm from Donald. I mean, it's coming, oh, right? Why isn't it coming? Do you, well, you just, no, you know they took his phone, and you know, see, he wanted to so bad. Did you see the video where he's endorsing Eminem in 2004? At like a fake presidential press conference, like saying "vote for Eminem." Who Donald, Donald Trump? Trump. No. I'll look it up. I'll show it to you after. It's ridiculous. Uh, he, he used to be such a good guy, you know. Oh my god! Well, did you see right before we got on? Harbaugh sent us a just a news clip where it's a like, Vanity Fair article. No, no, the one where it's Kim Jong Un is saying that we've lit the wick of war. No, and it's like oh, great. Man, he's so poetic the though. <laughs> lit the wick of war my goodness wordsmith yeah all right let's get into yeah. the football enough uh, of the nuclear war talk although i think we need to do a podcast on this because we could easily go speaking of nuclear holocaust how about the giants yeah. this week oh yeah, we'll get to them, we'll get that, to them. Be later let's do the uh let's start with carolina and philadelphia they are the thursday night game is cam back that's my question i think that Cam, I I think two weeks ago is when I said that he's done, and he may not be. In his last two games, he's gone over 75 yards. I'm sorry, over 75% completion percentage, 300 yards in each game, six touchdowns and only one pick. I believe both games were on the road, and now they get to be at home. Bring in Philly, who has been without Fletcher Cox for a couple weeks. Philly's won some good games. They just destroyed the Cardinals. I'm just not sure that I'm sold on Carson Wentz yet, especially... If the Eagles' defense can't get to Carolina, Carolina's one of my five this week, minus three. I think, are they yours also, they JD? Why do you like Carolina? Or what's the main reason? Uh, Philly going on the road, short week. I think, I mean, they've showed a lot, though. Carson Wentz is looking, looking good. He's I'm taking a, a step. Yeah, I get a little swayed because, uh, was it Kean Fahey? Oh, Cian Fahey, the Irish. Uh, I think it's Kean. Kean? But he was like a yeah, very anti-Wentz guy. And so he's still like, you can tell he kind of wants to be right. So he goes through and he picks out. Because hmm. he does make some bad throws. And he does have a very good offensive line that will be missing. Maybe their best offensive line Lane, at Lane this Johnson. point in the careers. And if you remember last year, that was when they... Lane Johnson got suspended for 10 games. And they started out 3-0. Yep, 3-0. Yeah. And then they just... I mean, that's a big, big part for a young quarterback. So I like the Panthers' defense. Uh, I think they'll be able to hold them down to, you know, 20 points. And then, I mean, you asked if Cam was back, and I would say the answer is yes. Uh, he looked... quote Steve Zizou. The answer is yes. <laughs> Zizou. Man, Bill Murray at those Cubs games is fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, did... and you just have to think about it. The guy had shoulder surgery. He missed all of camp. I don't think he – did he play in preseason? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, think I don't he know. did. So it's like, okay, he has a couple games that he has to warm up. He's got to get his shoulder right. He's He's been, just been rehabbing it. He hasn't been playing. Uh, he's had two good – I mean, he – Good matchups. Yeah, good matchups. But the Eagles 
are a good matchup for throwing the ball, especially through the wide receivers. And I would think at home, too, because they went to Detroit. Who's, Detroit's defense has actually been pretty good, uh, and it's rated pretty well and with the advanced statistics and stuff like that. I do wonder, knowing now that maybe he didn't play as many games in the preseason, if that's part of the reason that some of the receivers are coming around, right? We didn't see Funches in the first few games. We didn't see Ed Dixon right after Craig Olson got hurt. We saw McCaffrey getting a bunch of the work, but now he's spreading it out a little bit, which I think is obviously much better for the offense. Yeah. All right, so we like Carolina. Let's get to this, the next game, an early morning game. This week is weird. We got four teams on by, so we do have 14 games, but we have four spreads where the home team is a double-digit favor favorite, which we not, have not had this week. So first one that we want to talk about, Cleveland Browns go to the Houston Texans. I thought we were going to get a rookie-on-rookie rookie matchup, but Kevin Hogan has been named the starting quarterback for the Browns. Are you a Deshaun believer? And when I say believer, I mean, is he going to be a— is he going to have a good career, a long starting quarterback career where he's not going to have a lot of you know, QB battles and QB question marks? Is he going to be the starter in Houston for a while? Yeah, I think so. I think he's shown enough there to kind of prove a lot of the doubters wrong because there were a lot of doubters that didn't think he could run an offense. Uh, and I think his legs will always be a nice kind of fail-safe, a way to bail him out of when he drops his eyes and just wants to run. He still does throw four or five pretty bad balls. Yeah, he's a had game. a couple that are like, ooh. Um, he, I mean, just get it in Hopkins' range, and that's a nice, that's a nice, that's what they were lacking with Osweiler. Like, Osweiler couldn't even do that. Savage couldn't even do that. Um, yeah, and you get it in Hopkins' range, and he's going to be able to take it down. Yeah. And Will Fuller's been a nice surprise for them. Lamar Miller's been good, too. The last two games, over 75 yards. Last game, he actually averaged almost five yards a carry for the first time in what felt like forever. I was half watching the game last week against the Chiefs. Was it? Did you watch it? I did. So was it a lot of garbage time? Because I know he ended up throwing for four touchdowns, or was it five? It was four. Four touchdowns. Yeah. It was. It was garbage time because they were down, a, basically a touchdown or two most of the second half. It was good. He still looked good against a defense that isn't, I don't know, I think Kansas City's maybe not as good as they were in the beginning of the year. They're missing Eric Berry. Justin Houston got hurt, I think. Yeah. Um, well, Eric was talking about that, that their numbers aren't great. No, and Lamar was running. There were holes. Yeah. There were holes that he could run through. So I think Kansas City might fall back a little bit. Deshaun, like you just said, his legs are looked, a good failsafe. When I, when I looked, he was hovering around like 50% completion. Maybe like 150 yards, but he had like three touchdowns. So the touchdowns are going to probably regress a little bit. I expect him to probably throw more interceptions too, but this is a nice matchup for him. And that's what I was going to say. This Cleveland, and this is one of my five, and this Cleveland matchup, I actually looked to see. I wanted to make sure that Deshaun could blow somebody out. And that game against Tennessee, where they had like 57 points, I think this Cleveland offense is not that good with Kevin Hogan or Crowell or Duke Johnson. And even though Houston's missing J.J., Merciless, uh, Cushing's still out, obviously. They had a corner that was out. I just don't think that this Cleveland offense is going to be able to come in there. This revitalized, I'm sorry, the Cleveland offense, yeah, that revitalized Houston offense with Lamar that's looking better, Deshaun, DeAndre, Will, Will Fuller. I think that Houston is going to step up their game and just beat the shit out of them. So you don't think Kevin Hogan is the long-term answer at quarterback? No, no. He's okay. And he's not he's bad. better than Kaiser. Uh, the, I would feel more comfortable taking the spread if it was Kaiser playing. The Cleveland Browns, the highest percentage of their drives end in turnovers in the league. 
Now, that was Kaiser, but in three games, Hogan also has two picks. So he's not the answer, and I just don't know how much. He did great when he came in against. Can run a little bit? I mean, more than Kaiser. Are we ready to trash Crowell? Yes, I am. I am ready to trash Crowell. What do you have? Sixteen. Well, the, he had sixteen touches for eighty yards total, and then Duke Johnson had like nine for eighty and a touchdown. It's like I don't know what, and he's yeah, not going to do I anything mean, against Houston when he's a what is nine and a half, ten point underdog. It's not the best game script for him. No, he's trash. Trash. But I like Houston. I do think that they can blow them out. It just they should blow them out. Yeah, I would lean that side too. I mean, Cleveland hasn't won a game. They're supposed to go on the road. And they don't look good. They don't. To me, they don't look good. And if the best part of their defense is the run, which it is pretty good, Lamar Miller is going to be stopped. Okay, fine. Deshaun has shown that he can beat a weak pass defense. I mean, that's what he did to Tennessee. And so I think that he's going to do it again to Cleveland. Jamie Collins is back. Miles Garrett. You know, I forgot about Miles Garrett because Dwayne Brown and that First offense. play that of his offense career. Line, yeah. Getting a sack. That the offensive cool. line in Houston is not that. It's good. not great, and I mean you can kind of breeze over J.J. Watt and Mark, Whitney Merciless going out, but that's two of their best four defenders. Yeah. Oh, and I don't think you can really just brush over. We can. I mean, against and I think against Cleveland, it may not have an effect. Yeah, it might not. But it may have an effect against their, you know, their AFC South race because that race is actually pretty close. I'll take the points. I'm, t- I'm, I'm laying the points. All right, let's move to the Patriots at the Jets. Patriots minus 9.5. It didn't get all the way up to 10. So a few things. Three teams in the AFC East are 3-2. and two. Do you know what the Patriots' odds are to win the AFC East? Minus 700. Minus 1,000. Minus 1,000. The New England defense is not good. It's 32nd the against Jets? the pass. The Jets shouldn't even be. Oh, I didn't even look at what they are. I just looked at what the minus 1,000 was. Now, here's the thing. The Pats have given up five 300-yard passers this year in five games. Josh McCown has zero 300-yard passes, 300-yard games this year. Which which streak stops? Uh, the Pats. You don't think Josh McCown is? You don't think no. Josh McCown is throwing for 300 yards? I think they're they've worked out their issues defensively. So are they going to cover nine and a half? I mean, I'm not taking this as one of my five, but I was a little confused that the spread was nine and a half. I think if Gronk gets back in practice, shows he's healthy, that'll push it to 10. You might even push it to 12. Because yeah. the Jets, their run defense has been... Not great. Not great. Bottom, but I think their, uh, their pass defense is not great either. Now, the one thing that's... I three and two. Because you know who they beat? Yeah, the Jaguars, the Colts, and then somebody else really bad. The Browns? Not, yeah, the yeah, Browns, the Browns. Browns. So the Pats, though, they're 1-4 against the spread this year, but it's the Jets. But it's the Patriots' defense that's getting roasted, and they've played a lot of good offenses. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not afraid of Josh McCown. They still have two good corners that'll get their act together. Or they changed it up last week where they had – Gilmore shadow Mike Evans and Malcolm Butler shadow Deshaun. Another slot, that's where they're weak. Yeah. But it's like, I don't even know who the slot is. It Curse playing out of the slot? I would imagine With so. Anderson outside and uh, who's their last receiver? I don't know. Yeah, I'll take the Pats. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the Dolphins Next. at the Falcons. Another big line. So we've had three, ten, nine and a half. The Falcons are 11 and a half point favorites over the Dolphins. If the Falcons start beast-moding, do we see Matt Moore this week? 
They should start Matt Moore. I was a little surprised we didn't see him last week. Cutler's checked out. I mean, I guess they won, so they're not going to play him. He's checked out, right? Yeah, it's annoying. It is annoying to watch. It's like, yeah. dude, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. I'm sorry, Brad. Was that the lock of the week last week? No, the Buffalo was the lock of the week last week. Oh. And that was that, sh- that should have hit. Yeah. Because if you watch that game, and I'm glad nobody did, Andy Dalton was trying to throw picks. All right. It was nice the Dolphins covered, though. They should have covered by a lot more. Yeah. Their defense is... Pl- I bet... I mean, if their defense has to want more. They've won with more. They know he's been there for a while. And the defense has been playing well this year. And then to have Cutler come in, it's like, oh, Cutler was good with Gase three years ago. And what if we don't get Devontae this week? We get Devontae. No Devontae. We get Cutler. I mean, the Falcons could blow them out. Devontae's soft. I wish he was harder. Yeah. All right. No, this could be... You know, Cutler has 12 games in a row below 260 yards. Jeez. Does Julio score this week, though? Yes. All right. I mean, then... Maybe, probably. I feel like that's easy. I mean, the the Miami defense, the run it's defense is really good. To the pass, the pass team defense sucks. All right, Lions at Saints. This is an interesting one because I feel like it's the a teams. I'm sorry, a tale of two different teams. The Detroit defense has been pretty good. It's top ten versus the pass and the run, while New Orleans is almost last against the run, middle of the road against the pass. The Detroit forces turnovers on 18 percent of their defensive drive, which drives, which is third best. Except the, uh, the Saints haven't turned the ball over on offense once this year. So something's got to give. Either Detroit's going to force some turnovers or the Saints, well, or either the Lions won't force any turnovers, excuse me, or Drew Brees will start turning the ball over. I'm going to bet that Drew Brees is not going to turn the ball over at home, so I'm going to take the Saints minus five. I think the Lions have kept some games close, but Stafford looks a little hobbled. The Saints are coming off a bye week after they just won a game. Playing in, better. Playing better in London. Uh, I'm going to take Drew Brees in this matchup. Yeah, I'll even look, like, as you go along in the season where you see the teams that have been forcing a lot of turnovers. And sometimes it is just the result of having a great defense. But Sometimes you can get some fluky fumble luck. I don't think the Lions have a fantastic defense. So I agree with you that I think the Saints are going to take care of the ball. And then Drew Brees coming off a bye, his numbers are Ridiculous. Yeah. 355 passing yards in his 11 starts off a bye. 32 touchdowns. Really? Yeah. Damn, I like that. All right, I'm taking... And the Saints are one of my five. And when it's at home, it's even better. It's like 380-something. I love that. And you're right, because the Lions, like, they got four turnovers against the Cardinals. Okay. Well, Carson Palmer sucks. Yeah. And David Johnson, that's when he broke his wrist and And now AP's gone. And then last week, last week against the Panthers, no turnovers. Yeah, and they so, didn't win. That's so. I think that, they, that's what's going to happen this weekend. You know, they lost to the Falcons when they had a three-zero turnover advantage. It was a close game with that ending, but when you have a three-zero tournament or turnover advantage, and one of them was a pick-six, and, and you, you still win. lose, maybe you're not that. good. That's pretty rough. Oh, I like the Saints yeah, even. Don't you like it a little more? Yeah, I do. You got Kamara coming in, Woo! and I got Kamara in two of my leagues. Yeah. Oh, you know which league I got him in. WBC baby, oh, I'm shit. playing JD well, we, this the week. The other one is, is it the one that we co-manage? No, I have him in three leagues. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I told you I picked him up on the bio. I was like, I want him now. Camera or Ingram rest of the season? You want camera? Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of AP. I, I, I like them both. I, I'm not an Ingram hater like a lot of people are. I had him last year. He was good. Top top ten running back last yeah, year. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent. And I think that's why AP. They paid him 2.8 million dollars for four games. They paid him. He had 27 carries. 
They paid him $100,000 for every carry well, he they, took this year. Did they prorate it out? Like, does do the Cardinals cover the rest of this? I believe I don't know how it is moving forward, but I know he's been paid two point eight million through four games. I'm assuming they're taking on some of the contract. All right, let's go to the NFC North here. The Packers at the Vikings. I really don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers that much. I think it'll be a low scoring game. I think so. Twenty seventeen, something like the Bears game. I'm trying to think of the the games they've played. I know they had the sorry the games at home. Who the Packers? Or no, the, no, the Vikings. Vikings. So they had the Lions game, which was a little fluky. I mean, we were on, I think that was our favorite bet of the week, that under. Yeah, they, they played the Saints week when, one. That was when Dalvin got hurt. Oh, yeah, we like that yeah, a lot. So, uh, so they played New Orleans at home, they played Tampa Bay at home, and they played Detroit at home. And they kind of waxed the Saints. The Saints got to 19 points. I think a lot of that was pretty garbage. It was pretty garbage. Drew Brees didn't even have 300 yards passing. And then against the Bucks, The Bucks, all their stuff is garbage. And then they played the Lions. You know what? Case Keenum is running the offense very well. He can move like he's mobile. They have, I don't, yeah, they definitely changed the offense a little bit because he'll get, he'll get out rolling out, give him one, two easy looks, kind of like what Mitch Trubisky got in his first start. And, you know, he's just hitting the open guy for six, seven yards, eight yards. Is Jarek McKinnon going to play more than Latavius Murray moving forward? Did he earn yes. a lot more playing time? I just think he's better. I Do mean, you? I don't think he's great, but he's better than Latavius. I like that he gives the option that you can hand it off, or he can be that checkdown receiver better than Latavius can. That's they need fair. digs. They need digs to be healthy if they want to cover this spread, though. I agree. Now, is this the game where Minnesota's defense gets some sacks? Because that's the thing. Their defensive line is supposed to be great, and it is great. Don't get me wrong. Through five games, they have twelve sacks. Aaron Rodgers has been sacked nineteen times in five games. Oh yeah. Are they going to get to him? Are they going to get home? Well, their run defense has been great. Yep. Minnesota's. So. And I don't, I don't think they'll have a problem stopping Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I mean, the, Cow- the Cowboys. Do not look at the Cowboys game as whether or not Aaron Jones is any good. Yeah. Because their run defense is not good. Yeah. We know that. Um, but yeah, ah. they should get they should get three or four because Rodgers is always trying to hold the ball too long, make something. He always does. Make That's something true. happen. And if the Cowboys can get four sacks, I think the Vikings can at least do that. You like the Vikings plus three then at home? Give me Everson. Oh, Everson off one of those Defensive bullshit tackles. Of the year. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence is looking pretty good. Yeah. All right, no, uh, f- Vikings are one of my five. Oh, they are. So you're taking a plus three. Don't feel great about it. Okay, but I mean that game could plus go three and a half. Three and a half. Get yeah. that hook. Yeah, I need that hook. All right. Well, let's talk about another NFC North team. How about the Bears and the Ravens? Now the Bears are three and zero against the spread yeah. at home, oh. and, uh, and they're zero and two against the spread on the road. Now, I don't like some of these numbers. I'm probably going to bet the under, but the Baltimore is second in the league in takeaways with 12. Chicago is second worst in takeaways in threes with three. I know Mitch is in there, but that doesn't have anything to do with the defense. So if he can't force Flacco into turnovers and the Ravens' defense maybe might force Mitch into a few, how do you feel about Ravens-Bears this weekend as a Bears fan? God, the Ravens' offense is just so pathetic. I don't know. I'm not putting all my faith in a rookie quarterback on the road. Uh, where's the number? Let me look. Over the past 10 seasons, rookie starting quarterbacks are 0-9 with three touchdowns and 13 interceptions at Baltimore. Oh, okay. So that's rough. And, you know, it's nice that uh, Brandon Williams is still out. If we can get something going on the ground, that'll make it a lot easier. We still don't have any receivers. Uh 
the person who we everyone was kind of thinking was our number one got cut today. Deontay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was bad. We signed Tanner Gentry. who's like a he's a message board <laughs> Chicago Bears favorite. Like everyone's just ready for him to explode. But and it's a guy who Mitch Trubisky's worked with a lot. So. I don't know. I'm not banking on it. Mitch just needs to take care of the ball. It may be something. I could see the Bears in a little teaser or maybe like if they keep it close and the score goes under, six and a half is a lot of points, especially if the Bears are going to be running the ball the whole time because that's how they're going to keep it close. Like it would, if Brandon Williams is out and he is, I mean, the Ravens have been giving up rushing yards, no problem. Yeah. You get Jordan and Howard. It's a, good, it's a good defense. They're good secondary. But I don't think I'm – I can't take the Bears in this situation. But, I mean, he just had to face – it was at home, which was nice, but he just had to face the Vikings, who are a much better defense with a much better pass rush. Um, how did you feel that he did on Monday? How did you, how did you like the, the first Mitch Trubisky know, sighting? It was okay until he just blew the game. He didn't look super terrible, and they didn't ask and him hey, to do too much. Anyone listening, for the record, we have it on record. Maybe 10 seconds before that last drive, I just go, Mitch, you just can't turn the ball over here. Oh, I wanted them to run it. Just run run the clock to the two-minute warning. Get a second and six. And you know what? Learn from your mistakes. Jordan Howard was actually running fairly well. Like, it wasn't, I mean, he wasn't picking off big runs, but I felt like he was. He like 70 yards. Yeah, I and mean, he was getting three or four a carry. And then when you see the throw to Zach Miller and Harrison Smith just steps in front of it, it's like, dude, what are you doing? It was just a terrible throw. You got to throw that above so your yeah. guy can go get it. It was looked like you almost. He didn't was know just he was. like baited into it, and yes. Harrison just knew, and then just made a nice jump on the ball. Yes, you know what? Harrison's one of the best safeties in the league. Yes, like a lot of safeties don't make that play, but you can't risk that throw. And Mitch was talking about it today, where he's just he knows he can't when he gets in those rollouts. If it's too tight, just throw it away. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? You're down. You're trying to win your first game at home. You see a play, you try to make it happen. Whatever. Yeah. That's what happens when you get thrown in the fire. Let's go to the Niners and the Redskins. This is actually one of intern Eric's. He thinks that the Niners are going to get crushed. So he's actually going to take uh, the Redskins minus 10. The Redskins are coming off a bye, though, with no Josh Norman. And Fat Rob Kelly's not playing. Samaje Perrine will get the majority of the carries, which tells me that I should play Chris Thompson in some of my leagues. I think JD and I are both actually on the Niners to cover. For me, it's mostly because the Niners have been able to move the ball. Uh, they've scored on 10 drives in their last two games. The problem is eight of those drives have been field goals. They have the second most field goals in the league and the second least touchdowns. And so I think if you can get, with Norman not being there and Garcon is free to run around, I mean, we've seen what he can do. I think that the game will be at least 10 is so hard to cover with a Washington team that can't really run the ball. I just don't know if they're going to blow them out. I don't see them winning by... 30. The Niners aren't terrible. They played They're a lot of close terrible. games. And if you can stuff their pretty mediocre run game and put Kirk in third and ten, I guess he can kind of pick it up. How's Eric? Niners have been good to him. Yeah. They've been good to him. They've only lost one game this year by double digits. And that was the first game of the year to the Panthers. They lost by three to Arizona. They lost by three to the Colts. Yeah, and that was a messy game. I guess they lost think, by two to the Rams. Gonna play? I think he'll play fine. The Washington pass defense is good, but without Norman. I mean, yeah, I think he'll be fine. They have a solid pass rush. They do. They're, they're surprising front seven, and that's I what, see where Eric's head is at. That's what Eric's loyalty. Said that's what that's what hurts me. You yeah, know? I, I've I've seen the Bears two road games this year. I tried to drink enough to forget about them. 
You all, I, you're I, almost there. It still haunts my dreams. <laughs> that Bucks game, four turnovers in the first half. So you would say, hey, why would I take the Bear, or why wouldn't I take the Ravens less than a touchdown in Baltimore? Because I don't give up on my team like that, Eric. Oh, and is that why you're still an intern? Just because you can't even go with your own team? We are a, we're on a one game winning streak against the spread. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> okay. Well, that's, I didn't know that's where you were going to go with that stat. The one thing I do like for the Niners, though, is that Kirk has not been great. Kirk has had one really good game, if you look at his stats. Which one? Against the Chiefs? No, that wasn't even a good game. It was his game. Was it, I thought it was that was a solid game. He should have had the game-winning touchdown pass if Josh Doxson could hold on to the ball in the end zone. Okay, that would have made his day a lot better because the Chiefs, he went, what, 14 of 24 for 200 yards? He didn't throw a he pick, ran, though. He ran for, like, 300 yards. Uh, 38 yards, but yeah. close. Uh, you're Round right. Up. They that Do- Josh Doxson dropping that pass, but he had the one great game against Oakland. He went 25 of 30 for 365 yards and three touchdowns. So I mean, but it's one out of three. I don't know if the Niners can get a little pressure. I don't. Ten seems like a lot for Kirk Cousins. But I guess yeah. if the Washington defense, that the front seven is that nasty, mm-hmm. then they could blow him out. But the drives have been promising for me. Hoyer has, like you said, he's been great between the twenties, and I think if they can convert a touchdown or two. Then it stays within 10. What's the deal with that backfield? Breda and Hyde? Yeah. I have no idea. It's Hyde really was frustrating. You know what it is? I think it's Kyle Shanahan trying to get younger guys play and trying to see what he has with a team that's really shitty. Like, okay, you're sitting Carlos Hyde and Navarro Bowman so that Ray Ray Armstrong and Matt Breda can get touches so I can see how they look. It's not a bad idea. You're not going to win. You're not going to the playoffs. Uh, it would be super frustrating to own Hyde or Breda. I don't own either. Could you even play him? No. Not against Washington either. Washington's run defense has been good. Jonathan Allen. Could you play him if your team is trash? Yes. Okay. If you have Crowell, he's in. I'd play him over Crowell. I think I actually have Crowell in that league. I think I would play good either of them God. over Crowell. So I like I like the Niners. I'm Can gonna I stick get, with that because I'm heavily invested in Garcon. Can I get a touchdown from him? Most. What did you tell me before this? Most targets in the league without a touchdown. Forty-four targets. That's crazy. Unbelievable. Let's go to another game. The Rams. You got you. Would you take the points in that? I took the Niners plus ten. It's in my five. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the hot hand. I'm gonna ride that tre- that treasonous area. You're oh, you're I'll riding go, the yeah, trash. I'll, I'll go minus ten. Oh man, I'm sitting over here. SF plus ten. Don't I feel like a loser? Let's go to the Rams and the Jaguars because this spread was a little weird, and we have two three and two teams. How ridiculous that this is a good game. I know. I mean, I like it. Kind they're of. Bo- they're both kind of exciting teams outside of Blake Bortles. Yeah. And Goff. Who do you think is more likely to make the playoffs? Because they're both 3-2 and two, tied atop their division. Actually, the Rams are by themselves, but... I think the Jaguars' defense is for real. I would so agree that's that. why I would take them. Also, their division the Rams, sucks. Yeah, the Rams needed that, that win. I think we both thought that... Seattle was going to lose that game. The Rams, I think, were one of my five last week. They were. And I didn't get to watch the game. I didn't get to watch the early games. Uh, but I watched it on red zone. And it just looked like a back and forth. Seattle should have beat oh, they had Didn't they have five turnovers? Yeah. Seattle should have beat them, but Russell threw a couple picks uh, that were bad. I think the Jaguars in this game, it's, it's funny that it's only two and a half to me. It's going to be a run first game because both teams, they're, the better part of their defense is the pass defense. I would think that the Jags are more likely to make the playoffs because also their division. I mean, you play the Texans, 
who's got are missing defensive players all over the place now, and then a Titans where if Mariota misses any amount of time that's more than just two weeks, I mean, they're going to be done because they don't look very good either. But in this game in particular, see, I don't even really care about it. I, I don't want to watch it. I just want to know what the score is at the end of the day. Yeah. Just give me, just tell me what the score was, whether or not my bet I kind of like the under a little bit. If I'm there, not a big believer. I'm, I know the I Rams' offense looked good. I think it's more of what we saw at home against the Seahawks. I agree. I think the Jaguars' defense is comparable to the Seahawks. I think it's better right Maybe now. better. Because they can get a pass rush. Yeah. So playing at home, and like you said, I think both teams are just going to scheme and pray their quarterbacks don't make mistakes. I think both teams are going to try to run the ball 35 times. Agreed. See a lot of punts. See a lot of clock running. Not a lot of incomplete passes. Give me that under. Give me the under. It's not even... I feel like it should be like 40 points. The Rams have given up the fourth most rushing yards to running backs, and the Jaguars have given up the second most rushing yards to running backs. So I think like just like you said, game script... A lot of runs because you got Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouya covering Sammy and Robert Woods. And then who the Jacksonville wide receivers? It doesn't even matter. So I think it's just going to be, like you said, what is the under in that game? 42 and a half. I don't like that. All right. Sammy Watkins. Jesus. Is Robert Woods the best wide receiver to own? I have him in a league. I think he was like nearly a goose egg before that. All right. Who would you rather have? Sammy Watkins? Anyone else. Or Amari Cooper? Ugh. Because I offered, Cooper. I offered that trade to somebody. I'd rather have Amari, and he declined it because he has Amari. <laughs> he has Amari. Yeah. He has Amari. Sammy Watkins is almost droppable. Is Robert Woods that maybe the terrib- best like... receiver to have in St. Louis? No, Los Cup. You think so? Yeah. Woods leads the team in receiving yards. Cups had a red zone target in every game. You see the one that I he dropped he... last week? No, he dropped one. And he's so sure-handed, supposedly. Yeah. Well, he, what he had the two NCAA, in the first week? The NCAA record in yeah. touchdowns, catches, right? Catches and touchdowns. Damn. I think he had oh. Vamp, vamp. Look it up. All right, well, that's we the— We don't have Eric here. No, we don't. All right, so, yeah, that's the Jags-Rams. I don't care. Let's move to the Bucks and the Cardinals, which is another weird one. It's like all the spreads are either three or double digits. But we've got Tampa Bay and Arizona. This will be like an exciting game for fantasy. Yes. But really, both teams are eh. Not good. I mean, Arizona's 0-5, and they're 0-5 against the spread, but they both give up a million yards— through the air. And they both have like okay run defenses. I don't know how AP is going to do. He'll get 10 carries. Maybe he'll have 40 yards. And then I think Doug Martin will be fine. But where both of these teams are going to score, it's going to be through the air. Deshaun Jackson, I expect Mike, oh, Mike Evans is going to have PP on him. I expect Deshaun, Evan, Deshaun Jackson to have a good game. And I expect most of the Arizona wide receivers to have good games. John Brown or Jerron Brown. I do expect Carson Palmer to have a good game, finally. You know, he's only I had, agree. You know he's only had two touchdowns in one game this year? was against the Cowboys. So I expect him to have more than two touchdowns today. Or this game. I think he's going with three. Three touchdowns? I might bet that. I might bet over two and a half touchdowns for Carson. So Cooper Cup, NCAA record in touchdowns and receptions. 73 touchdowns in four four seasons. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of touchdowns. He should catch the ball. (laughs) Yeah, he should. Other than this Arizona game, you know, being good for fantasy and having the wide receivers, do you care about it? Um. Yeah, I'll I'll watch to see AP rush s- seven times for six yards. You think it'll be that bad? Yeah, nah, op- it probably well, won't be that bad. Their offensive line is not good, and they're missing Tampa Bay. I don't run know how defense is good. They're getting. Do you know? 
Like Tampa is Quan Alexander back? Is Levante David back? I don't know. Because that'll make a difference. I know. No, I, w- still I would in, think but... he'll probably get ten carries. Yeah, and I said for 40 twelve yards. yards. Oh man, I was hoping maybe he'd he'd get above his. Uh, he was what he had. I in... mean, it's not like he's that much better than Chris Johnson. He might be worse. Did you see the tweets from Chris Johnson? Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> and then I like that he responded to his own tweet. Mm. He just goes, "Oops." Oh no. Yeah, that what he said. Oh no. Eric actually, intern Eric likes Arizona plus two, and I think he likes it because of what we saw out of Jameis Winston. I think I'll bet this game it's not one of my five, but Jameis Winston looks awful against New England. What do you mean? I don't feel like I hear enough. Yes, Jameis is getting a pass. He's he looks terrible. Really bad. His accuracy. He's inaccurate, and he makes bad decisions against the New England. I mean, I felt like they should have beat New England, but he couldn't hit anybody. Like I said, he's the new Jay Cutler. I except with personality and nicer, yeah. and he cares. At least he cares. Those pep, those prep speeches. I mean, at least he All right, cares. Let's keep it on the field. On the field, All he's right. the new Jay Cutler. The... Maybe he, he cares doesn't throw too much. His... Maybe well... he cares. So it's so he's over here on the caring spectrum. Cutler is over here on the caring spectrum, and you really should be like you know. So they're they're both in the middle, equidistant from the yeah, middle, exactly. <laughs> but there's an opposite extreme directions. Okay, just too much energy. He's just not good. He's just not very good. Uh, he's not accurate. And I think Carson, this is kind of, if you can't get pressure on him, and this is what Eric was saying, and this is why he chose Wait, him. Wait, who did he take? He took the he took the Cardinals. Cardinals. He just thinks it's the, it's the get-right game. They're getting home against a terrible pass defense. I like it. And James, I agree. And I could see James blowing it. At home, I could see him like going, winning a drive in the fourth. I could see him throwing a pick to end it. Tyran Matthew coming up. He's trying to get it to Cameron Brait. Tyran Matthew just slips right in front of him. Boom, pick, six, over. Man, the Cardinals' defense has been one of the more disappointing units. I agree. It outside was... of Patrick Peterson. That'll be a fun matchup to watch. I actually like that game as kind of a, an about afternoon like, game. Oh, Ev- Mike Evans, he had 70 yards and a touchdown against Peterson last year. It was on 19 targets. Was it really? He's not getting 19 targets this game. No. Patrick Peterson is the best cornerback in the league. Yes, he is. And Mike Evans, he might be by low soon because he hasn't really had a great year. No. But he's yeah, faced you're... some tough defenses mm-hmm. or tough matchups. Uh, he could be a, he could be a by low. And he's facing an uphill task catching balls from Jameis. Yeah. Oh God. We we'll trade him Glennon back. It's like Tom Savage. Like get it in his area for DeAndre Hopkins, and he'll catch it. Same with Evans. Well, actually, Evans drops a lot of balls. Who did the Bucks play this past week? Oh, it was uh, Thursday. Yeah, the yeah. Patriots. I mean, that was just tough because good corner, yeah. and they were probably throwing two guys. All right, let's go to Steelers-Chiefs. It's five. This is one of Eric's five. He likes Pittsburgh. I don't really know why. You can go out to our website, thefiredappodcast.com, go to the NFL Picks tab, and you can read all of Eric's hilarious. It's fantastic. Eric's a, Eric's pretty good, especially when he's talking about Saturday Night Eric. And it why really, he, really is And why he read. didn't get his picks He's a good in. writer. He is. It's not bad, actually. Eric, you might be the best of... No, no, no. JD's best. Best Asian writer I know. Yeah, that's Sorry, definitely Alex. true. No, that's fine. I'm only half good. The Chargers... Nate, you trash. No, Nate. <laughs> Nate only writes in numbers. <laughs> Kelsey and Houston are being evaluated. Texans tore up that KC defense. The KC defense has been dropping advanced stats-wise. Meanwhile, the Pitt, man, losing that game to the Jaguars. Oh, survivor. I like double survivored. Big Ben, is he done? You know, he's 4 of 24 on deep passes this year, which is 16%. League average is 40 I haven't watched enough of him. I really haven't. Like, for being kind of invested with, like, their players, I feel like when we're at the bar, it's always on, like, that little TV towards yeah. the front. We put it up on the, the smaller one because it's just – you kind of just forget about it. Yeah, you forget about it. You're not really up there. And none of our teams have played the Steelers outside of mine. Yeah, and that game was fun. 
but I mean, and he did not look good that game. He hasn't to me that five. Did he throw five interceptions? Yes. What are they doing? It was a nine-seven game where they're winning, and Jacksonville's given and up the second most rushing and yards. Just not giving it to Le'Veon. No, what do you have? Twelve carries. Bad, I think it, that's what Jesse James called it, out the coach. It was the worst game planning I've ever seen because they you're you're telling me you want to throw on Jalen Ramsey and AJ Buya, and you Booyah. don't want to run the ball with Le'Veon. Like it doesn't make any sense. The Jaguars are still second, and Le'Veon only had forty yards rushing last week. So they had to give him 600 yards rushing in four games, and your game plan is not to give Levy on the ball 25 times? I'm Crash. fired up, man. That would piss me off. Oh, wait. That, I'm glad I didn't have to watch that game because oh. that would have driven me insane. Insane. I was watching the highlights with Puyon because he's got Levy on a bunch of leagues, and we were both just like, what the hell are you doing? What an asshole I am for having two survivors and not splitting it between Philly and Steelers. Hey, what did I tell you every year, every week? Don't, don't pick the same. Okay, well, you don't read my text messages. You never pick the same team twice. See – you don't want to get eliminated on one yeah, game. But I did it like two or three yeah, times earlier this Buffalo year. Yeah, you picked Buffalo and New England or something. Yeah, Buffalo week Oakland. one. And that worked out, so I'm like, oh, this is fine. And I really didn't see Big Ben winning on the road because the Steelers' defense is good. Yeah. And you know what? And if he had just thrown picks, maybe that would have been okay. But pick sixes, man, back-to-back, Yeah, killed me. All right, question. 0.5 PPR. Who would you rather have going forward? Le'Veon or Antonio Brown? Oh, I thought you were going to say Le'Veon or Kareem Hunt, because that's what I wrote down. Uh, I want Levy Antonio rest of the season. Okay. I don't know, because if Mike Tomlin's not going to run the ball, I don't understand why he hasn't had 25 carries yet. I was going to offer Antonio for Le'Veon to Bradley. Ooh. And he said, let's give it a week. And I said, that's not how I do business, mm-mm, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh. The offer's out now. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I'm, it depends I'm on. Weak, I'm weak at running back, and it, I have better receivers. It so depends on like, the team, for exactly. sure. All right, let's get to our last game with a spread here. Got a few minutes. The Giants at the Broncos. What is that? What? Bum, 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 bum. A pod. Oh. Lock of the week. A double digit. We're taking the highest spread of the day at 12. And we are saying oh. the Broncos are going to beat the crap out of the Giants. And you know what? I don't even hate it because the leading receiver now for the Giants is Sterling Shepard. I'd take it at 20. Is Sterling going to play? It's Apparently, like up in the air. Is it really? Otherwise, it's Greg Lewis. No, uh, Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. <laughs> it, it, it's not good. I mean, we, all the only stats I have here are about how bad the Giants are. They're fourth worst at forcing turnovers, and they're fourth worst at scoring on drives. So they don't score and they don't force turnovers. Olivier's banged up. D- DRC's d- gone. Rogers Cromartie is suspended. So they have Janoris, who will be able to guard one of the two good receivers. And, the, and you know the Giants' run defense? Not as good. Bottom five. Yeah. So C.J. Anderson and Jamal Charles. I do think 12 is a lot, but I don't see how the Giants are going to score. They can't run the ball. Also, Denver has more sacks in one less game. So you tell me how that vaunted New York Giants front line is going. I, I just, I don't. Is there I think any- their run defense will get a little better because they were missing their linebacker. Goodson for maybe two games. I don't know. It's just I can't see the Giants scoring 14 points. Nope. I think that we could see How a game. How are they scoring 14 points? No, because with no OBJ, we're going to see the first two games they had without OBJ. They lost to the Cowboys 19-3. to And then I forget who they lost to the second team, but they didn't score a touchdown for the first two weeks. So if they can't score a touchdown, you're telling me that, what, the score is going to be 10-3? No, it's going to be 21-3. defense on the road? Yeah. Simeon's not bad. The run defense for the Giants isn't good, so they can't stop them. This isn't going to be a low-scoring game. What? 
I think it is going to well, be. Sorry, sorry. It won't be a close game. I guess I just meant it won't be 10-3. Like, I could see 24-3. Yeah, it could go under Yeah, I could because the Giants the won't The way be. I could see us losing this bet would be if the game ends up as, like, 17-6. Yes. Then we would not cover. Maybe just a play is... Do you want to take the under or the team total under for the Giants? Team total under for the Giants. I like that bet. Because they're not, they're not going to get anything defensive. Simeon's just don't turn the ball over. Yep, and he's good at that. And Punt he's, it. And he's great at home. Punt it and make them go 75 yards. If this game was in New York, I would feel differently. not be able to do that. I agree. So we All like right. Denver. That's our pod lock of the week, baby. If you want to read another, Eric has actually picked one of his five. Go out and read Eric's article on it. It's hilarious. We need to get, we need to get more people reading intern Eric's yeah. articles. All right, let's talk really quick about the two games. I don't want to go over an hour here. The Chargers and the Raiders, the Colts and the Titans. There are no spreads out there for them. I like the Chargers, and I like the Colts. I like the two visiting teams. The Raiders are bad. They've given up 12 sacks in five games. They gave up 18 last year. So You think Carr's going to play? I do. I think they. Need, I think he needs to play. So if Carr plays, what do you put that spread at? Raiders minus three? Two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah. Yeah, it seems about right. But the Char- Chargers have a better defensive line that's been playing well. And if they're giving up three six uh, three sacks a game, eighteen for five, a little over, like I could imagine Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram getting home a couple of times. Amari has been playing well. Marshawn Lynch doesn't look great. Jalen Richard's been playing a little bit more. Like Oakland doesn't seem as explosive to me as they did last year. And the Chargers are good at keeping it close. Yeah, I could see this game going. I wonder what the total would be. 42, 40, 44? Uh, I think it's higher than that. I just they don't have 45. enough yet. Yeah, it depends on the quarterback. Marshawn. Colts Titans, would you take the Colts at all? I would take him if I like Jacoby. I would take him if Mariota doesn't play because the Tennessee defense is not good. And Brissett just went for 360, 65% completion percentage against the Niners. I know the Niners aren't great, but Tennessee's bad. Deshaun Watson tore them apart. I would imagine yeah, Jacoby could no do Mariota, that. I would think I would just take whoever is getting points. Yeah. Which would probably be the Colts. Yeah. Plus three. Yeah. I don't know. Shitty game. Shitty Monday night football. Yeah, I'll watch it because it's Monday night and eh. there's no basketball on yet until the day after. But yeah, it'll be on my TV because it's That's football. when I tell Steph, it's like, oh, Monday night football's on. But I'd like to spend some time. Like, I, I could. Oh, it's a big game. It's a big game, babe. 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 Babe, it's a big game. Oh, got a lot of money on this one. But oh, I think I could do it, babe. Babe, you're too important. Let's go out. Damn. Well, it's good that Steph doesn't listen to football pods. She really, she'd learn your secret real fast. <laughs> All right. That's our 14 games. JD, it was great doing a pod just with you. You know, intern Eric, he does add a little spice, though. It's nice when we have those stats that he's got. But uh, we'll have him back. I don't know if it's next week or a couple weeks. He took a few days off this month. We need to get the wedding pod going. We do need to get I'm that like going. getting into the wedding planning. Okay, good. And it's just... There's a lot to talk Daggers, about. Daggers, dude. Well, we're going to do a couple we're going to we're going to break that into a couple series. I think we need to there's like location we can talk about, DJs and stuff well, like that. What we have to do for me so I can be open and honest about it is put it out as an NFL pod so Steph doesn't listen cuz I think she would listen to the wedding pod. Want, yeah, okay. And we don't want anything not that she would get offended, but oh, she would got, it affect her. She put out a wedding re- registry, like she just put together some stuff from uh one of those stupid stores. And she's like, "Oh, look over! Like we should can, talk about registries. You can, you can take stuff like off or add or like whatever you think." I look down and I go, hundred and thirty dollars for a goddamn salt and pepper shaker set." I'm not asking 
anyone to pay for that. No. I'm taking that off this right now. Can you just give me the cash? You're, you're telling me I can't find the exact same thing? It's like, oh, well, it's this wood, and it lasts forever. And it's like, whoa, we don't know if this is going to last forever. What Do you, do you yeah. get the salt? <laughs> do I get the pepper? Yeah, well, that's why they give you two, right? You get yeah. to split them up. Everybody knows the woman gets the salt, the guy gets the pepper. $138 or something. Wait, so you're being serious. That's for salt and pepper shakers. I mean, they looked really nice. Like, and I'm sure that's something you'd yeah, see yeah, at yeah. a nice restaurant. I don't need that. And I think you could get the same thing for 40 bucks at Target. And are you guys like really hosting where you just want to bring that out? It's like she just comes over for dinner when you just have your macaroni and cheese. Hey, babe, anyway. would, you like some, would you like some salt and pepper? <laughs> like some pepper on some that Caesar? Fresh ground pepper? Fresh ground pepper. <laughs> Cracked pepper. All right. Anyways, put we'll my get foot that down. Going. Put my foot down. Good. Got it off the list. Good. So now you only have, you're just going to ask people to deposit right into your sports book account. You know, and I didn't know this. This is, if you know what a honey fund is? No. Honey fund is like, I've seen a couple. Oh, you who, pay yeah, for this like, on our oh, honeymoon or something, right? Here's, you know, $50 towards airline miles for a honeymoon. Here's $75 That's for. That's way better, right? Yeah. But you know what? Oh. It all just goes into a bank account. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. I found that out last night. But it, it makes, because you are you know you're buying something for somebody. Like my buddy, I did, I did this a year ago. My buddy Will got married and I bought them a $50 meal at like a Paris restaurant or something like that. Because if you tell people what you're going to spend it on, then it's more like, oh yeah, but you're right. It's like, but you know what? He might've just bought crack with it. You, <laughs> you really know don't know. I just hope he bought whiskey with it. That's yeah, all I care about. Booze, Buy a yeah. drink with it or something like that. Uh, so yeah, so if you want to make some quick money for your sports book next year, just honey fund it. JD's whole sports book NFL is going to be funded by us. It's going to be great. Why is he asking $700? But he says Bears money line. For a train ticket. <laughs> Where's he going? Is he going to the Bears game? Yeah. All right. Well, that is our week six pod. Hope you enjoyed the little anthem talk. Little JD and Justin here for you. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. $138. For salt and pepper shakers. My, by God. That's, you know what I'll that is? my hands. I'll just, that's trash. That's trash. I'll just, put, I'll just grab salt from anything and just throw it on my. Just do the salt bay? Yeah. Just do the salt bay? Will you pay me to do that? All right, everybody. We're getting out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.